I'm Bridget Fettersee, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of November 8th to November 14th. <laughs> and the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday to you. It's my birthday weekend. I don't celebrate my birthday. I'm going to celebrate it with you guys, though, on Dumpster Fire. How's everyone doing? How are we doing, team? I think we're doing pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yeah. I feel like, uh... Making it through. Yeah. As long as you can ignore the hysteria online. Life is, you know, there's a lot of tragedy in general in life, but I feel like we should all take a moment right now and take one second to say thank you to someone in your life that you're grateful for. Thank you, Sam and Maggie, because I really think about what my life would be like without those people that I love and without a roof over my head or food. And it's upsetting that we can't help all the people who don't have all the help they need. And we also have to take time to be grateful for the things we do have, which is so many and so easy to lose sight of that. The problem with dumpster fire is that it grounds me in that news cycle, Mm. which when you step outside of Twitter, it's like I've always said, birds chirping, Disney, movie outside your door, and you go into the doom box and everybody's freaking out and acting like there's going to be a civil war. And most people are just kind of trying to get through their life. Family member had a baby over the weekend. New life. It's a miracle. We are all miracles. So as much snark and fun as we have making fun of the world burning, I would like to remind you that we are all miracles. (laughs) We are all special unicorns in our own way. It's a paradox. (laughs) I understand. Life is full of paradoxes. I'm feeling very Buddha today. (laughs) We must all spring like lotuses out of the shitstorm that has been the last four years (laughs) and come into some beauty. I Some like beauty. <laughs> Thank you, Buddha fantasy. Yes. How very uplifting. You made my heart glow. You're welcome. I thought we, you know, we make a lot of fun and can be a little bit dark, but I feel like we. it's important to remember that we are making really cool things in an undisclosed location and we have a connection to the world and we have internet And it's really kind of all a wild miracle that we're on this rock. And so as much as I make fun of the petty, which I'm about to do, I would like to take a moment to zoom out and see us from the perspective of the eagle. Did I tell you guys I microdosed peyote before? (laughs) Were you reading Carlos Castaneda before this? (laughs) I was. I read it all morning. (laughs) How did I know? Because we was the eagle (laughs) that really tipped it off Mm -hmm. for me. (laughs) Before we get going, don't forget to touch my bells and buttons because a lot of people are watching this and not many of you are subscribed. (laughs) It's come to our attention. You're missing out on the journey that we take during the week. (laughs) And you should definitely do it because it's my birthday and that's all I want for my birthday is a million YouTube subscribers. So go. Go make it happen. <laughs> Troll and Chief. Giuliani books the Four Seasons total landscaping for a press conference. <laughs> How? 
Veep is a documentary. If I was writing something that was in line with a satire parody of the world like Veep, you could not even come up with something that's funny if you tried. Giuliani apparently thought that he was booking the Four Seasons and it ended up being the Four Seasons landscaping company in some corner in Philly that was in between a crematorium and an adult bookstore. And they still went on with the press conference, which I give them credit for. It gave the small business quite a lot of business. <laughs> Capitalism always wins. It feels like the way this should come to an end. Yeah. The press conference was to contest, to say they were contesting the vote count. And then the person that they interviewed, I believe, ended up having some kind of sex offender record. Oh, I might have to double check that. God. Or was a pedophile or something. <laughs> that, this was their star witness for star... the voter fraud. They found him next door. <laughs> the bookshop. <laughs> they, yeah, they grabbed him. Or lurking and jerking around the crematorium. <laughs> oh. It's going to be one of those kinds of dumpster fires. <laughs> it is weirdly, sadly appropriate that his whole entire four years ends with him, because he's so desperate to be an elite, just the, always kind of the guy from Queens who was, was not accepted by the old money Manhattan elites. And here he thinks he's having this fancy four seasons and he ends up at this like, it looks like a, the front of a mechanic store. And then people were using it as their Zoom background. <laughs> I mean, the internet is glorious. <laughs> Every comedian's made a joke about this. You can't even make a joke about this because it it is a joke in and of itself. God makes the best jokes of all. He is the greatest comedian of all time. It is the perfect example of a fetacy. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just the perfect fetacy moment. Yeah. It's when p parody becomes reality. Uh -huh. How is this real? I'm a writer who likes to fa fancy myself a comedian, and I could never conceive of anything this hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so we will let that joke stand on its own. Then we have John Voigt made a PSA about leftists that Trump retweeted titled, We All Know the Truth. <laughs> yes, we do all know the truth, John Voigt. You're fucking batshit crazy. I stand here with all that feel as I do, disgusted with this lie that Biden has been chosen. As if we all don't know the truth. This is a wild thing for the president to retweet. It's particularly divisive since John Voigt goes on a tangent about how all leftists are evil. Because these leftists are evil. I don't like this kind of grouping any more than I like the grouping that every single Trump supporter is racist or every single Trump supporter is a member of QAnon because there are plenty of people who voted for Biden who I think are just like old school liberals and we're sick of Trump. It's a post-truth world. I understand why people don't trust the media. I understand why people don't trust anything, really. But we kind of have to trust something. Trust. And you can't say, oh, our elections were hacked by Russians. Our elections are perfectly safe. And then you can't say, no, our elections were perfectly safe. They weren't hacked by Russians. Our elections were hacked and stolen. Like, everybody just flipped yeah. overnight mm -hmm. yeah. in what they've been saying. So... Part of the problem is people having absolutely zero principles or only applying their principles to people that agree with them. And that means your principles are garbage. Throw them in the dumpster fire. Start them on fire. Because if you can't apply it to situations that you don't necessarily agree with, 
It's not a principle. It's just an opinion. Well, John Voight was saying, this is our greatest fight since the Civil War. The battle, battle of righteousness versus Satan. Yes, Satan. Satan? <laughs> Satan? Satan. Again, parody. And I can't help but be glad because I do feel like Angelina Jolie must just shudder every time he appears out in the world. She can try and hide it, but we know the truth, Angelina. You are bad crazy like your daddy. <laughs> I'm an Angelina Jolie truther. Then we have Dumpster Fire for President. Televangelist Kenneth Copeland laughs at the media for declaring that Joe Biden has won the election and will become president. Speaking of crazy. <laughs> that was psycho. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. psycho. Psycho here and psycho there too. <laughs> I wonder if their brains are just breaking. Are all the God people who are like, spent all of their social and their currency going all in on saying that this guy has been completely chosen by God. Are they just losing their minds or is the way that they all justify this by saying Biden is evil? (laughs) (laughs) Do they still believe in God? I know. Has their faith been tested and shaken? No, no. No, because everybody just believes whatever they want to believe. It's God's will. And if God doesn't align with my will, it's obviously the work of the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman calls on God to smash the delusion that Joe Biden is our president. The angels are coming from Africa to smash the delusion of Biden. The angels are coming from... All these people are crazy. Yeah. The God people are having a rough week, so we should say a prayer for them. (laughs) Then we have Fox Pundit refuses to admit Biden won. The anchor reacts not realizing she's live. That was hilarious. (laughs) Just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly. What is happening? Like Trace, we've results. called it. Just the condescension and absolute sneering contempt that she has for just this normie pundit who came on her network was really the most revealing part because I feel like all journalists have so much contempt for the average American person. Mm-hmm. It feels that way. And she really just let the mask drop. I love whenever journalists let the mask drop and you see this. Just She's like, ugh, God, who let this plebe on our show? Doesn't she know that Fox News called this already? Fox News, that's right. This one moment was interesting. Fox, Fox News is the word of God. <laughs> Fox News actually told the truth about the vote count. It's always shocking when an impartial journalist does his or her job on a clearly biased network, whether that's CNN or Fox or MSNBC, and they buck against the narrative you're used to hearing from that network. You're like, oh, my God, look at this brave man doing the work he's supposed to be doing, (laughs) calling balls and strikes. Do they exist in the wild anymore? A unicorn, if you will. It's crazy. The Trump campaign has said that they wanted to have their um their poll watchers there, and that I guess they're being asked to provide evidence for something that they say they weren't able to even participate in. That's not true. It's not true. It's just not true. Republicans have been in this room, in that room, uh, where they're supposed to be, standing alongside with the Democrats. She's like, don't say it. Don't say it. He's like, no, no. (laughs) 
Actually, no. Journalistic integrity isn't dead. No, it's not. And that poor, poor punditry lady, she looked like her brain was about to explode at one point when he was saying the president is not telling the truth. The president is wrong. So the claim from the Trump campaign and the president about that is not true. It is false. You could see her eyes like she was just going to disappear like Thanos snaps and she just poof. Some executive from Fox is like, get her off the show. You cut away from commercial and come back and her chair is empty. All right. And then we have journalism. Christiane Amanpour on CNN compared Trump's tenure to Nazi Germany. This week, 82 years ago, Kristallnacht happened. It was the Nazis' warning shot across the bow of our human civilization. After four years of a modern-day assault on those same values by Donald Trump, the Biden-Harris team pledges a return to norms. I I used to be such a huge fan of hers because she's a black belt and a badass, and she went into Egypt and exposed the genital mutilation of women, and was it was really her groundbreaking, dangerous journalism that helped bring awareness to this horrible thing that happens to women all over the world in certain parts of the world. She was like my hero as a journalist when I was studying journalism. But this comparison, when I say people on the left have been spreading conspiracy and then I'll have somebody say, oh, name one conspiracy that people on the left have been spreading. I'm like, ah, Trump is Hitler? No, they haven't been saying that. Yeah, they have. That's been mainstream. There have been opinion pieces. There have been all kinds of journalistic documentaries and Christian Amanpour apparently now who is just lightly comparing the last four years under Trump to Nazi Germany like you're you I can't take you seriously you are a crazy person and I cannot take you seriously in the same way that I cannot take anyone who said this seriously because it's an insult to all the people who died and all the people who survived and and also an insult to Hitler because he was a truly evil person who had an ideology and Trump is a fucking moron. <laughs> I don't know if we want to end Ow. it that way. That's kind of like the wrong way to end it. <laughs> I'm not saying what he did was good. Ended it in the wrong. It's like just I broke my ankle the on the dismount. Yeah, it's yeah. the wrong end. Even Jacob, my Holocaust survivor friend, said, "Have these people read Mein Kampf? He's not the same." Mm-hmm. To even compare them is an insult. It is an insult to what happened and what he actually did. Like Trump is not gonna put people on fucking trains and systematically eradicate no, them. Trump has no ideology. His ideology is what's best for me. Yeah. He's a narcissist who can't get out of his own way and who, in fact, lost this election for himself. Uh He easily could have won this if he had been somewhat teleprompter trumped and half disciplined and he couldn't help but be Trump because he's got a mental illness and we should all pray for him. Parade of morons. Are you the leader of the parade? (laughs) Yes. COVID has its own political bias. Yes, there was lots of instances of, hey, hooray, look at all these happy people dancing in the streets. And also, these people shouldn't be gathering in this kind of pandemic. And it depended completely on who these people were. Who knew that viruses had political leanings? Not me. (laughs) I didn't know this, but apparently COVID is a Democrat. (laughs) 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 Didn't know. Didn't know the viruses could choose sides. 
It's a commie virus, though, so it would make sense that it hates churches and really kind of identifies more with the left. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a commie virus. It's the Chinese Wu flu. Turns out Cuomo didn't defeat COVID. This guy is shameless. Yeah. Shameless. All week, he's been tweeting about how we need to worry about COVID and numbers are going up. Yeah, no shit, idiot, because you were taking a victory lap when it was like halfway into the freaking pandemic approaching flu season. Who allowed this? And how can you be that shameless that you don't? He's literally still out there patting himself on the back with his book about how he did so great in a pandemic while simultaneously tweeting about how New Yorkers need to hunker down and they might close schools again. How are people like, you're a hero? And also, wait, what? (laughs) Who writes a book on dealing with a pandemic successfully in the middle of a pandemic that's not over? We covered this weeks ago in episode 37 of Dumpster Fire. As a matter of fact, and we warned him that this would happen. And does anybody listen to us here at Little Old Dumpster Fire? No. Maybe if Chris and his brother, Andrew, watched this show, they would realize how much contempt we have for them. We the people think you guys are bullshit and it's bullshit and neither one of you wears a mask. And I will do everything in my power to stop you. Even if it's sit here in my undisclosed location with my crappy makeup job, yelling, until somebody hears me. <laughs> Governor Newsom apologizes for attending a 12-person dinner party at the French Laundry. And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the psycho at the at the Thanksgiving dinner that's like, you know what? And another thing. Another shameless hypocrite. The rules for thee but not me. We all can't even gather with our loved ones more than 10 people and he's at the French laundromat or whatever. <laughs> whatever that fucking place is called. It doesn't deserve our accolades or promotion (laughs) eating dinner whining and dining is probably one of the most fancy restaurants i don't know sam is the foodie around here fancy our tax money is paying did our tax money pay for that probably and then even more annoying he doesn't call his wife the first lady he calls her the first partner i mean gross she can't i think she came up with that which is even grosser yeah like first partner no No. Ugh. The sad thing is we're never going to be free of these two douchebags, Cuomo and Newsom, because they're young and they're sleazy and they're shameless and they're going to be in politics forever and they already have been. So we're stuck with these fucking idiots. And you know what? Here's my promise to you, America. I swear that if either one of these numbskulls runs, I will run for president as a joke and we will defeat them. So now we need to get Newsom and Cuomo to run for president. <laughs> Maybe then I can convince Joe Rogan to be my running mate. <laughs> we will defeat them. We don't spend any money. It's literally just a joke. <laughs> yeah, and you somehow both wind up in the White House. Your advertisements. The joke that went too far. Or just the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. The patriarchy so crafty. Harvard Medical School is referring to women as birthing people. Ugh, fuck you, Harvard. I've never been so glad that I didn't go to Harvard. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, though, because fuck you, Harvard. You pandering, disgusting pieces of crap, garbage, with your freaking degrees, and you're charging kids the same amount for distance learning. This is like... The University of Phoenix online, every college now. (laughs) (laughs) 
they were trying to be like make the point that it's not just women who give birth, blah, 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 zed to bid. And it's actually really insulting to women, this term. You're basically equating women's ability to birth as like their personhood right. with what their value is as a person or what makes them a person. And it seems I'm not a genius or a woman's st- gender studies major, Sam. Luckily, we have one of those <laughs> on staff. <laughs> but it does seem like a giant step back for feminism. Yeah. And that's why this is in the patriarchy is so crafty. Because this is when we realize that Harvard is actually the handmaid's tale. <laughs> And then Abigail Schreier's book was removed from Target after one person complained. It's insulting that people aren't allowed to make up their own minds about things and that one activist on Twitter, I don't even think this person has a blue check. Excuse me, the elitist in me thinks this is just even more ridiculous. But then they came, they were like, eh, transphobia. And if you say that one word, Target's like, we're, we've taken it off the shelves. We've taken it out of our assortment or whatever. Let people make up their own minds. Why are we banning books? You crazy freaking people. This is in the first two weeks after Biden won. They're like, no, we're look at all these fascists marching in the streets. And then it's like they're the ones actually banning books and making lists. Can we calm down with all this shit? Because Abigail's book is an investigation into the explosion of people who identify as transgender in the last generation. And it automatically gets slapped with the label transphobic and pulled from the shelves because one person says so. Yeah, women are being erased. Free speech is being erased. All in the name of progress and tolerance. And it's dangerous and insidious. And if we do have someone who's dangerous and insidious because he's a moron taken out of the presidency, we can now all focus our energy on pushing back against the insanity coming from the left, which we are going to have to do because that's crazy too. Fuck you, Target. We're boycotting you now. You hear? Boycott Target. Boycott Target. Boycott Target. Boycott Target. Boycott Target. I just like starting chants. Uh. <laughs> Moving on to a new category, we have the vagina monologues. (laughs) Millions of women don't know where their own vaginas are located. To help us find our vaginas, we brought in an expert on the subject, our very own Sammy Flaps and Folds. Sammy? (laughs) (laughs) Nice roll. Thank you, Bridget. This is the vulva. This entire part is the vulva. We have our clitoral hood, which houses the clitoris. (laughs) It is very tiny. On some people, maybe bigger on other people, but on some people, it's pretty tiny. Then you've got these outer lips are the labia majora. They are your flaps. Then you have your inner lips, which are your labia minora, which are your folds. (laughs) Then you have your urethra. That's where you pee-pee from. Your pee hole? That's your pee hole. That's Mm. where you pee. Then you have the vaginal opening. This is your vagina. This is where a birthing person would have a baby. (laughs) Oh, Sam! Woman! This is where a woman would have a baby. It's also where you would bleed from. And that's also where the pee goes in the V. Then you have the anus, which is your butthole. Bee hole. Your bee hole. (laughs) That's the belly. 
And thank you for being sure to point out that this is not to scale. Oh, this is not to scale. (laughs) So if you are a young person or an old person who has not experimented and you look at a woman... It won't look like this. Is that it'll hair look that like you this. drew on? <laughs> yes. With some pencil. Yes. <laughs> Why is it? It's like square. <laughs> I think we should auction this off to the fantasy <laughs> community. <laughs> is she pregnant or just chubby? <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> it's okay. up for interpretation. It's, it's whatever you want. It's like a Georgia O'Keefe. This what is, do you see? I'm interested that you put a gold star where the clit is. <laughs> Like well, if, there if are a lot it. of nerve endings. So if you get that on a lady, that's that's a big thing. That's a good job. If you, you really want to give a woman an orgasm, that's where to focus. This is where you want to go. <laughs> Underneath the clitoral hood. Where did you even get this anyways? Target. Sam! <laughs> Sam, we're boycotting Target. Thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you, Maggie. Back Thank to you, you, Bridget. Gender studies weirdo. <laughs> We're going to auction Sam and her drawing off for charity. You're already trying to sell me to a Kansas man. Yes, but that didn't work out. Bridget didn't get any money from you. Those were the good old days when we could just try and auction you off. You, Bridget. I'm auctioning a birthing person. (laughs) We are in the handmaid's tale. Yep. And Sam is the first one to go. Blessed be the fruit. She has a lot of people obsessed with her who would happily buy her. (laughs) I'm their cute princess. Then we have the BDE Award. This week's BDE Award goes to all the vets, veterans out there, everywhere. Thank you for your service, Couch Warriors, for tweeting and toppling a dictator with all of your hard work. No, we're not giving the BDE Award to them. Those guys. We're talking kidding. about the actual veterans. <laughs> I am now offended. go honor a real vet. I was kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with people. <laughs> what kind of worked. show do you think this <laughs> is, Maggie? Bridget, we don't want veterans around here. <laughs> Apparently, it worked because both of you fell for my sinister joke. <laughs> it was sinister. <laughs> I am offended. No, thank you, veterans, for real. I sleep well at night because of your sacrifice and your family's sacrifice, and I hope you understand how much that means to me and this team here and most of the people who watch Dumpster Fire, except for the ones who get mad about our flag being backwards. (laughs) We don't do that as an irreverence to you. We do it as an irreverence to... We do it because it's a free f***ing country. Right, because you made it free for us. Yes. And you keep it free for us. It's really an honor to you. <laughs> yeah, it's our way of honoring you, as ass backwards as it is. It's confusing. We understand. It's a little bit of a mixed message, but <laughs> that's us. But because of you, we can. It's on brand. Because of you, we can put the flag backwards, and that's how we salute you every day. Mm-hmm. But today, in your honor, we will respect the flag and its proper positioning. And in R.I.P. Alex Trebek. It was such a surprise because I feel like he was still shooting all the way up to when he died. Yeah. So I think that I was actually surprised. For some reason, I thought he was going to beat pancreatic cancer, which I'm pretty sure no one has done yet. But it was upsetting because I think it was really unifying. People left, right, center. Everybody loved him. And he just was in all of our homes. 
Like mm-hmm. we all grew up with them. Mm-hmm. And so it did feel weirdly like losing a member of the family. He hosted over 37 seasons and over 8,200 episodes. That's insane. It's crazy. I cry like a bitch before every dumpster fire and it's 40 episodes. <laughs> We're 40 episodes deep. And I wasn't getting treated for cancer and chemo and going in and having to do the sick. I'm like rolling out of bed. Only 8,160 episodes to go. Aren't you guys excited? What is we love you, Alex? That's very kind. Thank you. And then what is happening? Lori Lightfoot is at it again. Science is back, baby. Oh, Lori. This is now the Lori Lightfoot category. It's not what is happening anymore. It's what the hell is Lori Lightfoot doing? Everyone in your city is dying and you're making funny videos. Science is back, baby. Lori Lightfoot basically wants to do what we're doing. She wants to just make funny videos all day. And the earth is round. You're the freaking mayor of Chicago. Shouldn't you be worried about, like, the rampant violence that's happening in your city? I do love science. You're like, oh, let's make this funny video. I just woke up from a bad dream, and now there's science. Uh, Dumpster diving. Oh. What's next in the dumpster? <laughs> that is a stiff neck you got That's there. Very stiff. <laughs> I was trying to protect it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cuz every Sunday I wake up and I'm like, why does my neck hurt? <laughs> I'm 42 years old, guys. 42. You're never too old to be a psychopath, <laughs> a, a, a lunatic. All I see is a vagina. I know. Like it's staring at us <laughs> out of its three eyes. I, I love that it has tiny little butt cheeks and a big belly. All right. We got to finish up here. Um, Everybody always says Maggie's bossy in the comments. It's true. I am bossy. <laughs> Police arrest Georgia woman pretending to be FBI agent to get free Chick-fil-A. Come on. If you're going to impersonate an FBI agent, at least set your sights higher than Chick-fil-A. That's what you want to do for free with your FBI status? You're not trying to... I don't know. What would you do? If I was pretending to be an FBI agent? Certainly more than try and get Chick-fil-A. Maggie's very bossy. (laughs) We need to have her removed. Bring the white van. (laughs) Sorry. They only listen to me. (laughs) The people on the other end of that mic. I would have Maggie removed... If I was in the FBI, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> we need to get her out of here. Bridget's mic goes straight to hope. <laughs> Somebody get Sam some gender studies books. <laughs> What's weird is that this woman kept going back to the same Chick-fil-A. Like she tried know, this on multiple occasions at the same store. I want to know about the white van. <laughs> oh, yeah. She always drove up in a white van. Mm-hmm. A white minivan, right? Yeah, like she's clearly mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And but we should she was threatening them too. She was like, if you don't give me free food, I'm going to arrest you. And then when the cops came, she was doing that. <laughs> Someone come arrest Maggie and Sam immediately. <laughs> You're determined to like get rid of your team. <laughs> I'd love to see a dumpster fire where it's just Bridget doing it all. <laughs> They're being very bossy. <laughs> Spain continues to suffer botched art restoration jobs. (laughs) I love these stories, too. (laughs) They're just the best. 
They're the best because what the hell? I feel like I could do a better restoration than this. They're hilariously bad. It's almost like it's intentional. Like there's a Banksy of the restoration <laughs> world going around. He's like, I'll restore that. And then he's like, <laughs> Mr. Potato Head's it. And then it's like, ta-da. <laughs> Uh there's nothing like it it's so wild how is somebody like oh i see this perfectly cherubic angel face and now i will restore that (laughs) and then it's like a freaking flat face weird lipped how but they become like tourist attractions the way banksy artwork does banksy's talented (laughs) I understand that. This is that. special kind of talent, Bridget. <laughs> I feel like Sam could do better. <laughs> Sam this did do better. This is what it looks like. That's what it looks like. restoration of a vagina. And then they all become memes, and the memes are hilarious. Uh-huh. And then it becomes like a tourist attraction. It's the, the circle of life. These bad things go viral. They become memes. Everybody was like me at the beginning of 2020, me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we have NBC News' Ken Delanian curses on live TV amid technical difficulties. What have you learned, sir? Oh, shit. Fuck. The most relatable man of 2020 award goes to Ken. <laughs> Congratulations, Ken. We've all been you more than once this year. When our connection goes down or something goes wrong, and we don't realize that we're on camera while we're swearing. At our children, or our spouses, or our dogs. <laughs> or lube in the tubin. Yeah, seriously. he All he did was curse. He didn't whip out his penis. And then, in Breaking Bridget. After the media called Biden's presidential win, Adina Menzel tweeted, What a relief. My son just hugged me and said, Mommy, no more kids in cages. Tears of joy and oh. tears of sadness. <laughs> Tears of sadness because she can't use the children are in cages, eat your vegetables anymore. (laughs) Why are you traumatizing your children, telling them about the kids in cages? (laughs) Who's doing that? How old is this child? And why is your child like, no more kids in cages, mommy? That's not real. Uh It's just like, it's weird pageantry. People do this all the time online. They'll be like, my child came up to me and they were like, Dad, how come totalitarians? <laughs> <laughs> like your kid is not saying that. And if they are, it's because you're brainwashing them, which is even creepier. It, it is like the equivalent of there are starving kids in Africa eat your food, Bridget. It's now just like, there are children in cages. I don't want to go to bed. You're lucky you even have a bed. It could be a cage, you know? Yeah. Don't make me put you in the cage. <laughs> Sounds like someone's putting her kids in cages. When they're being naughty. Where's Child Protective Services when you need them? Oh, they're putting kids in cages. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. This week on the internet is glorious. My name is Will, and not voting for Biden turned me white. Then November 3rd, I woke up like this. But now that I'm an actual black man trapped in the body of this dweeb, no one wants to acknowledge it. I had a crush on you in high school. But now you were good looking. What are you doing for a living? I am a New York executive and I am having it all. I chopped down trees for people's Christmas living rooms. Fetasy News. This week on Walk-Ins Welcome, we had the uplifting, light, 
lighthearted joy to talk to, Target Tori. She got famous for going viral because some douchebag took a picture of her while he was trying to get a toothbrush for a penny. And then she went viral. And then the internet came together and they started to go fund me and got her a vacation. So she's now started this amazing project about pause, be kind. And it's all about taking a minute to stop and think about what you're going to say before you say it online or in real life to anybody. So she's a joy. Please listen to it. Subscribe to Watkins Welcome wherever you can find podcasts. Donate to PayPal if you want to support our work and you don't want to subscribe to any of the places where you can subscribe to us. You can join our community at fetacy.com where you will get the unedited version of this every single Sunday. And you can also get access to Zoom calls with me. We do workouts. It's super loving and fun, and we share recipes. You can also subscribe to our Patreon if you're already on Patreon, and that's more convenient for you. We have Dumpster Fire merch. Hey! Yeah! For my birthday. The logo has been a work in progress, and I love it, and I hope you do too. And all of our merch is available on BridgetFetacy.com. We also have We Must Feed the Algorithm merch, too. Yeah. I know. I'm so excited about that. We must feed the algorithm. The algorithm must be fed. Dumpster Fire fans will know that joke. And if you don't, I suggest binge watching all of our Dumpster Fires. Touch my bells and buttons. Like, subscribe, comment. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for this very juicy mic. Thank you to Better Fetacy for all of their research. We cannot do this without them. Follow them on Twitter. Thank you, Sammy Flaps and Folds, for your editing, for your writing, for your producing, and also for your knowledge of the female anatomy. <laughs> Thank what you, can't Bridget. she do, folks? <laughs> Follow Sammy Flaps and Folds on Twitter, Instagram, and also in the Fetacy community. Thank you, Maggie, for being the person who keeps this all on tr- track and uh, the ship shape. <laughs> Can't even think of words. I can't even think of <laughs> words ship anymore. Shaper, Maggie, we are the ship, and you are our shaper. <laughs> Keeping us all on track and editing, writing, producing. Both of you, I love you. Thank you. Follow Maggie in the fetishy community. It's the only place you'll find her because she's mysterious. Mm. Thank you, Bridget. We none of this would exist without you. So thank, thank you, you, Bridget. Thank happy you. Happy birthday, Bridget. Thank yes, you. Happy Beep. birthday. Forty-two. Here we come. And thank you to our sponsor, Ground News. Please check them out on the website or their app. They are fantastic and doing great work. It's important work. We can make jokes, but they're actually doing something to help the problem that we point out. So probably give them a like and subscribe wherever you or download wherever you can find them. This has been your Dumpster Fire for the week of November 8th to November 14th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich and fly like the eagle to be free.